text. James chapter 1, starting in verse 13. Read, or follow along as I read. It says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But everyone is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. This morning I want to introduce you to four very, very powerful truths that are contained in this verse. The first one is, temptation is inevitable. Look at the first line of verse 13. Let no one say when he is tempted. It isn't if, it isn't maybe, it isn't if perchance, it's when. It's not if, it's when. We're all going to be tempted all through our life as long as we're here on this planet. And the only unknown is what junctures it's going to strike. But the reality that it's going to strike is inevitable. Temptation, number one, is inevitable. Number two, God is immutable. Look what it says here. Let no one say when he's tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he himself tempt anyone. God is changeless. God never has tempted. God has never led anyone to sin. And God is always the same. So don't blame God when the temptation comes. Don't say, God's doing that. God is causing me to sin. God brought this into my life. I am overwhelmed. I can't endure my desire or my loneliness or my fear or my pain or my sorrow or whatever form the temptation comes in. Temptation is inevitable. God is immutable. But look at verse 14. The third truth, and by the way, we will only look at these this morning and then sequentially in the weeks ahead examine them more fully. But number three, verse 14 says, But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lusts or desires, epithumia, uh, strong urges, and enticed. The third truth is, lust is avoidable. Trials, which is the word we're looking at here, or temptations, trials are actually neutral. What makes them deadly is when they're armed in nuclear devices. Uh, there is plutonium and there is the wedge uh, that will be driven in with an explosion into the heart of the device. And in that explosion and that impact, it causes the beginning of the fission to take place. And then it will just expand outward. Of course, this takes just a millisecond. And a whole thermonuclear explosion takes place. But if it's not armed, if it doesn't have the explosive device to, to ram the uh, plutonium into the enriched uranium, it won't happen. God says this. You're just a casing. A trial is just a casing. What you ram into it of your own volition, of your own will, is what arms it and makes it turn into sinful temptation. The bad part, the arming factor, is lust. And lust is avoidable. Because when we allow ourselves to be dragged away, God says, don't let your lust drag you away. Mortify them. Kill them. Say no to them. Don't give place to them. Don't let them have a beachhead. Or they'll come and drag you away. We're going to look at that and especially go through the most classic of all illustrations of this, the time that the giant killer David was slain by the giants of lust, which is probably the most memorable time in the scriptures of someone giving in to temptation. But finally, look at verse 15. The fourth point, verse 13, temptation is inevitable, God is immutable. Verse 14, lust is avoidable. But verse 15 tells us the last thing, which is, one of the great deterrents. Sin is horrible. 
And I think today we don't hear enough about sin. I don't think we hear enough about how horrible sin is. How horribly destructive to our lives, to our spirits. As 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, we should purge ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. God says, don't let sin defile you. Don't let sin grieve my spirit. Don't let sin quench my spirit. Don't let sin come in and destroy what God is doing. Sin is horrible. Because when desire has conceived, James said, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Well, how do we avoid temptation? Number one, we remember temptation is inevitable. Number two, we draw on the fact that God is immutable. He never changes. That lust is avoidable and we have to just choose to not give in to lust. 